What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. If you are new to the show, welcome. I hope that you have subscribed, buckled in, and joining us for the long haul. We continue to make progress on purpose, and we hope that you will join us along this journey. If you are a pop listener, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. I hope that you have already subscribed, rated, and shared the show with your friends and family. Listen, the goal for 2020 is to have 20,000 downloads and at least 1,000 ratings by the end of the year. This is so doable. Come on, guys. Let's continue to share the show and continue to rate the show and be present. Give us that five-star rating so we know that The show is impactful for you. As you may have already seen, we are in season two of the show, A Journey to Wholeness. And I don't know about anybody else, but this season has really been a blessing to me because I have been in some great conversations with some amazing people that have led to much introspection and looking within to discover and uncover how I can be my best self and to be whole. And I hope that you also have been feeling the same way. Today's interview is no exception. Joy Stanley Smith is one of my life advisors and mentors for the past seven years, and she's here to talk about her life's recent work and how she has been helping women discover how they can be their best. A few weeks ago, I accompanied her to Columbus, Ohio on the Becoming Her tour presented by Adrian Ruff of She is Visionary. And boy, when I tell you, no one could prepare for what she brought to the table. Okay. Women from all walks of life came not sure what to expect, but left changed, challenged, and inspired to live their best life. It was a two-night weekend event of healing, releasing, sharing, and growth. When I tell you that you are in for a treat, trust me. Without further delay, let me read pieces of her bio to you. Joy M. Stanley, strategist, motivational speaker, and nonprofit founder. Joy began her journey in the fashion industry. For nearly 14 years, she held the position of president of Shades of Color Bridal and Formal Designs. She had a strong interest in the mortgage industry, where Joy spent 10 years as the senior regional mortgage manager for Bankers Mortgage. For the next eight years, she soared as owner and operator of First Equity Home Loans in the retail mortgage business. Her passion for people and the desire to aid them in reaching their chosen goals made it easy in 2006 to launch her women's empowerment nonprofit organization, Progressive Achievers. In January 2012, Joy joined Locksock as CEO. There she could do the work she so desperately loved, invest more of herself into growing Progressive Achievers Incorporated. It was during this time she saw the importance for women to be nurtured regularly and began to see the same need in young girls. Not too long after she launched 
the inspiring young mentors and call her girls ages 9 to 17 leading ladies. To date, Joy M. Stanley is busy in what she has a passion for, inspiring, educating, and motivating women and young girls, and has added another nugget to her growing empire. Joy has successfully created a weekly Being Your Best Monday Morning Motivational Call, dubbed Monday Morning Dose of Verbal Caffeine. Joy remains dedicated in her mission and works tirelessly to accomplish the task of helping women and young girls reach their goals. Author Joy M. Stanley announced her first book titled Being Your Best, Your 52-Week Journal of Self-Discovery, released in September 2017. As you can see, she wears many, many hats, and some of the signature messages that she speaks on include releasing the pause button, the big ask, and what do you really want? Without further delay, I present to you my mentor, Joy M. Stanley Smith. Hello, Joy Stanley. Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. I am so excited that you could join us today. More than anything, it brings me great pleasure to have a platform to share all of the awesomeness that you bring to the table with the world. After today, so many people are going to know just how amazing you are. And with the work that you do, I'm sure people are going to want to connect with you because you add so much value to people. As a mentee of yours, I am just elated. Over the last, I think now seven years that we've known each other, you have taught me how to do so many things, including be a a woman. Um, I have a great example in my mom, but I also have many great examples in you, Uh, not just as a, uh, a woman who knows how to do womanly things, whatever that means, but also how to um, be a a leader, a female leader um, in business, in um, so many different areas of life, a wife, uh, a sister. You've even helped me with this journey to motherhood, and I'm so grateful for you. Um, Yeah, so welcome to the show. And I hope that during today's conversation, it's one where we can really dive deep and have a discussion about what it takes and what you've, what you've identified as well as what it takes to really heal from some things as well as move forward. A lot of us get stuck in places and with the work that you do, and which I know you're going to talk about shortly you are one of those people who have lived through so many different experiences that you can now turn around and help other people. So welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. Thank you for having me, Michelle. (laughs) All right. So tell us a little bit about who you are and your personal journey to wholeness. Hmm. Who am I? So I am a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I'm a friend. Um, I am one who loves life, who loves this journey that I I am on towards becoming my best because I believe that that's an everyday, um, accomplishment to get from one day to the next and still be on this great journey towards, uh, enjoying life and what it has to afford. 
me. Um, so how did I get started on this being your best journey? Um, you know what the long and short of it all derived from, um, a health scare that I had, um, where I was, um, given the opportunity to start my life completely over diagnosed with breast cancer, um, and being a, a seven year survivor. The one thing that I asked the creator is if he gave me an opportunity to get this thing called life, right, I would go about it being my best. And little did I know that that would launch a platform for me to really help other women identify with being their best. Um, and, and not only that, but understanding that there's nothing that can keep you from starting over if you choose to do so. So, um, through this being your best platform, I talk a lot about, um, releasing the pause. Um, and, and, and the reason why I do that is because we get so stuck on the stories that we tell ourselves that keep us from being our best selves. And I've seen that over and over so many times with different women that I've had an opportunity to talk to different women that I've had an opportunity to coach and hold them accountable for living their best absolute life. So for me, this journey has been one that I have been able to see people literally change their course of life. And it's just been an amazing ride and I'm grateful and I thank God for giving me the wisdom and the challenge and the opportunity to bring together uh, so many absolutely wonderful, beautiful women of all walks of life and be able to partner with them with, uh, yeah, with just living life to, to the fullest and, and, and abundantly. So you said a whole lot that we need to dissect and break down. Um, if you're just tuning in, we are on the journey to wholeness. And so these these conversations that we've been having over the last few weeks have been all about being your whole self. And on that journey to wholeness, we have to find ways to discover what prevented us from being whole in the first place as well as what are those roadblocks along the way that um, prevent us from moving forward. So one of the things you talked about was this whole concept of releasing the pause. What is the pause and where does it come from? And then obviously, how can we go about releasing the pause? So what is the pause? Where does it come from? And then how, what steps can we take to release the pause? Okay. So what the pause is, are these self-sabotaging stories that we've made up in our head along the way that um, derive from fear that keeps us from really being our greatest potential selves. So these could be stories that uh, that are generational stories. Um, I call them generational curses that could have come from your grandmother, your great-grandmother, and then, you know, they go down the um, relative chain. So as the story is told, the aunt interjects something differently. The mother interjects something differently. And then before you know it, we have this huge, big, made-up story that really has very minimal belief to it. Um, but it's something that uh, keeps us from wanting to step out on faith and make 
uh, different changes for ourselves. So that releasing of the pause is really in um, just a title for being able to understand what it's like if you are able to let it go. It, it, and it also can affirm your your way of looking at life uh, totally different. So that's truly what this releasing the pause is all about, what it means to release the pause. And the definition of that pause is fear. That's exactly what it is, is fear. So fear, we know, can be so crippling. I'm thinking back to the different experiences that I've had that have literally just crippled me. I know one of them, I talk about it a lot on the show, is this whole business that I want to start with my uh, female timeline. And I've talked about how fear has kept me, not from launching, because I've launched in the past, but growth and success and so do you find in the work that you do that there are other people who are afraid to be successful I do and uh, you know and if you don't mind I can use you as the example because I have been mentoring you for for quite some time and this will be the year 2020 um your guests can mark my words that I will hold you accountable for breaking through that fear of what this whole um, success in business can look like for you. Some people have uh, a fear of success because they don't really know what that looks like. And not only do they not know what it looks like, but they don't know what's around the corner from it. So what it's going to bring. Um, when you climb the, the success ladder, you have to be open to all types of things, all types of people, all types of criticism. So sometimes people, you know, when they have that fear of success, they take in all of those elements, how many, um, friends they may lose, um, how many, um, times they may find their new business challenging. Um, one thing about me that you know of is that I don't believe in fear. I just believe that every opportunity that you have that doesn't go the way you expect it to go just gives you, um, more time along that journey to get it right. And I also believe that in instances where things don't come out right for you the first time and you have to revamp it to do it again, that also becomes your teaching method that you can teach the next person how to get over. So, um, yeah, we're going to hold you accountable for like really launching this business and, and getting this business up and running and exactly where you need it to be so that we can release that pause button on that fear that's keeping you from the success of this woman's female tie business. <laughs> I love how you said, and I even wrote this down in my notes, like do it again. So many of us are afraid <laughs> to start again, start over. One of my friends um, wrote on Facebook today that there's nothing wrong with starting over. And this time you could even do it better. So I love that. What are some strategies for releasing the pause? Um, so you have to, okay, so the strategies are first identifying exactly what you're releasing, right? <laughs> because a lot of people, um, believe it or not, oh, I've been doing this work now for about mm, seven, eight years. I actually started 
working with people way before my, my health crisis. But I really um, started paying more attention to the lives that were changing around me um, due to the fact that I was um, starting to become more um, aware of what women were going through. And I'm going to come back to your question. But I have this thing where I says, we as women, we all go through the same things. Our names and faces just change. So that awareness for me was really paying attention and listening to what people were saying to me. And I'm, I was realizing that I was hearing some of the same stories over and over and over again. But yet their faces were changing. So in order to get us to, to really uh, learn to heal, we have to identify, coming back to your question, we have to identify exactly what that fear is. Um, and sometimes that fear is not even as um, grueling or devastating as one may think it is. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you've heard of that saying, just being talked off the ledge. Um, because those words of encouragement um, or someone who has already experienced the challenge that has become a big fear factor for someone else uh, could be the big difference of having that person release that pause. So if you don't mind sharing, could you tell us a little bit about your personal journey to wholeness? I don't know if your listeners have enough time for all of that, but... <laughs> I'll share some of them with you. Um, so, you know, I am this really imperfect person who is living every day, striving to be um, as close to her best as I can possibly be. So my journey has taken me from like really revisiting my life as a whole. Um, how good of a wife am I? How good of a mother am I? How good of a friend am I? And really, when you think about that in its wholeness, um, you know, there's a saying, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I've, I've taken that scripture and I've really weighted against everything that I do in life and business and, and everything that I do. And if this journey towards being my best is a way for me to really capture the essence of what a really good life can look like for me, um, then that's what my journey has truly been. Um, and this whole accountability piece. And I think that if I had to like put a nail in the coffin for anything, it would be, I can't do this work alone. Um, so I ask others to hold me accountable for what it is I say that I am looking to create, what it is I say that I'm looking to bring into the realm of what that best chapter of my life is going to look like. And when I fall and when I falter, hold me accountable because unless I know my tribe is out there and they are holding me accountable for what it is I'm expecting from them, then my work is in vain. You know, it's like I really need to make sure that this whole accountability tribe that I am putting together when it comes to healing and being your best possible version of who you can look in the mirror and really, really love seeing, um, there's some accountability that has to be placed on, on everyone involved. Hey, intentional people, I had to interrupt the show really quickly to talk to you about a resource that I know we can all benefit from. As go-getters and goal-getters, sometimes we get stuck, hindered, or find ourselves needing to talk to someone. 
This is why I want to tell you about BetterHelp.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service that is available for clients worldwide. You can talk to people through video messaging, text messaging, email. You can find someone on your own time and your own schedule to have what could be the greatest conversation of your life. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counseling network, which may not be available to you in your local areas, but thank God you can find it online. Here are four things that I love about this service real quick. You can log into your account anytime and talk to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you never have to sit around in an uncomfortable waiting room. You are in a situation where BetterHelp is committed to great therapeutic matches so that it makes it easy to f- and free to change counselors if needed. It is more affordable than traditional offline counselor and financial aid is available. Visit betterhelp.com POP for 10% off your first month of services. That's betterhelp.com POP to get 10% off your first month of services. Who knows? This could be the greatest conversation of your life. Let's get back to the show. So you talked about accountability. And for some of us, that word is inviting. And then for others, that word is scary because we put things out there that we want to do. And we put um, we put idea not just ideas but feelings emotions and things that we want to change and all that stuff we say we want those things but then we don't necessarily hold ourselves accountable for it or hold other people or have other people hold us accountable for it and so for some people it can be scary to um, be held accountable how do you work with people to help overcome the fear of accountability So this here accountability thing all derived from um, an event that I was at um, a few years back and I got linked up with one of the best accountability partners that I could ever imagine to have in my life. Um, And we took this accountability thing to the next level. So there, again, there is really... um, When you're holding a person accountable for their actions, there's no such thing as being fearful of doing anything that you say you're going to do because that that accountability piece, that partner is to help you get through um, and push through the barriers of what's keeping you from um, either either being successful at what it is you say you want to do or just getting to the other side of, of whatever that fear is that's holding you back. I am also that person that if you come around me and say that you want to do something, don't say you want to do it around me because the first thing I look at are ways to help you make it happen. And then I start holding you accountable for the actions of actually wanting to make it happen. Um, The good and the bad of that is um, people come and go because when you are living your life where you're looking at really making a difference and not just yourself, but in all of those around you, everybody is not along that same journey. 
right? And so what happens with that is um, people come and go. Uh, some people don't like to be held accountable for their actions. Some people don't like to be held accountable for what it is they say they want to do. And for me, um, what, what I can tell you that I really don't like is I don't like talkers. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about you, what you want to do. And then I meet you next year and you're still talking about that same goal. And now two or three years have passed and you're still talking about that same goal, unless you're showing where you have been working towards making that thing happen because nobody has time, um, to waste. Right. So, and, and especially with time, time is so precious nowadays, um, that every waking moment, um, it should be, it, it should really be to create something wonderful that you can look back on, um, later and be real proud that you were able to accomplish that right now. I'm working on leaving a legacy for my grandchildren. Um, because I wrote a book, um, that's called being your best. It's a it's actually a 365 day journal towards self-discovery. And in that book, I, um, I, I, I wrote a dedication to them and that I, and I said in the dedication that if they don't remember me for, for anything else, I want them to remember me, um, as holding them accountable for being the greatest human beings that can add some value to their society because that's the work that I feel that I'm doing in my community of women and my tribe of healers and my tribe of accountability partners. So I want to switch directions because a lot of people um, have not just the need to release the pause so that they can be healthy for their families, but also because they have these great dreams that they want to accomplish. And as a successful business owner that you are, um, someone who has had several successful businesses, whether they be solo or with your family, how did you allow yourself to continue to show up in such a way that you could um, affect change in, in all of those areas. So that's a bit of a question that I will probably have to give some thought to uh, because with me, I jump hand, head, foot, arm, leg, I jump all in. I really do. I just jump in. And I'm not going to say when I jump in that things are going to work out perfectly every single time, right? So that's the beauty about this journey that you're, that you're on. That's why I say I don't believe in um, uh, making mistakes with things. It's just a part of the journey that will allow you to see things differently and have an opportunity to create other types of results. So Jumping in from being a solopreneur to now being an entrepreneur with my family business, that wasn't easy either because I came, I came from a background of marketing and finance. Um, not that either one of them don't fit the bill for currently what my um, family business is like, but when you have one partner running the business and now the other partner is going to join that business, we have differences of opinion. So it was a matter of, um, working out those, um, I can say fears because I'm sure, um, in all, all relationships that the husband and the wife are working together, there's a fear of, um, 
the unknown of what can happen and not just the working component, but what's going to happen now that we're working together um, all day, every day, what's going to happen in the family dynamics of the relationship as well. So I, th- I can honestly say that that was a little challenging in the beginning, um, but it's now been uh, nine years and no one has killed each other. <laughs> so I think uh, we've been able to make it work and for the betterment of the business, because at the end of the day, we still have a family to take care of, a family to raise, bills to pay, employees to pay. So you take all of the envy and ego out of the equation when you're talking about releasing the pause on like really getting the, the dynamics of being able to work together and play together. So you didn't have any stories that you made up in your mind along any of these journeys where you said, for whatever reason, I'm not enough. I can't do this. I, um, I don't have what it takes. I don't know enough. Were, were any of those limiting beliefs uh, something that held you back at any point or in other words what were some of your limiting beliefs that may have occurred along the way okay so if you know me you know that um I don't believe in fear Um, and, and I say that all the time so limiting beliefs of surrounding success I can honestly say I don't believe that I've ever had any of those limiting beliefs only because I'm a risk taker See, and I think that's the difference with a lot of people who are afraid to jump out and um, really want to be able to be really good at what they say they can do. Sometimes you just become afraid to take risk. I'm not a risk taker. Um, If I had to say to you any of my fears were going to be or what they were going to derive from is whether or not I was going to make enough money from one month to the next to be able to support my family. Um, Those are big fears, especially when you're talking about being an entrepreneur. But again, my background in um, marketing and, you know, I have a great partner who comes up with great ideas for our business. Um, So, you know, he made it a little easier for me not to have those fears joining the family business. But at the same time, my belief system being a risk taker doesn't really allow opportunity for me to have those types of, and and let me just say this to you. Let me be real clear with you. It's also a reason why I have to be real humble when it comes to dealing with my clients, because sometimes I can be really hard on my clients because they don't want to jump with both feet in because I know it's something that I would do. So it has become a learned behavior now for me to be more um, empathetic with my clients and understanding that everybody's not like me and being able to um, know where I need to lay that balance. Um, So unfortunately, I don't really believe I had many limiting beliefs. I can tell you this. And this is probably why I didn't. As a young girl, I was told that I would I would not um, amount to much. And this was by someone who raised me that I would never really amount to anything. And I think the reason why I didn't have many limiting beliefs when it came to when it came to business and success is because i in the back of my mind had to prove them wrong 
right? So when you're told at a, a, a young age that you wouldn't amount to much or, you know, you won't be anything or, you know, those, those, those words were kind of etched in my heart. So I had something to prove, which is why I believe that, um, I just didn't have any, any concerns as to whether or not something was going to work or not. I, I you know, I made it work. I think that's really, really ad- admirable because, and it reminds me of like Oprah Winfrey or someone who had to build their esteem as along their journey of building their business or building their life. I think that's really, really admirable and um, grateful for whatever the story was that, um, or, or the journey mm-hmm along the way was because it obviously produced someone who could help so many other people. And in the work that you do, what are the like top, if you had to say the top three things that you find that women or young girls struggle with as it relates to, um, the work that you do in terms of them releasing the pause or what are those things, the top three things that these people get stuck in? You know, it's funny that you should bring that question up because I just had this conversation yesterday. Um, and I'm going to think of the the very last three clients that I'm working with right now. Um, and when I think about one of them who, when I first met her, her esteem was so low. And it was based on her thinking that she couldn't be as great as she really is. And... When I met this girl, she was so full of life. I mean, seriously, she was so full of life. Bubbly, laughing, sharp, um, smart. And I was looking at her as she was talking about how she wasn't able to make her business ideas stick and make her business ideas work. And I'm looking at her like, oh my God, this girl is so sharp. Why is she like really, really... um, keeping herself from being as great as she is, like filling her head with all of the things that she didn't think she could be. Um, but then that takes a certain amount of um, listening and, and really picking apart um, areas in her life that I was able to get her to work around. Because although I work with women with um, healing, you know, through the, the, the point of getting from, um, getting out of their own way and getting out of their own head. A lot of it is derived from like, as you were saying, those stories that they made up in their own head about themselves. So when you get them to see that those stories are just not true, and then you start working with them to build what it is they're looking to create, and they actually can get through the first hurdle, it makes life so much more grander for them. Um, uh, there's another uh, young lady that I just started working with um, who really didn't believe that she had what it what it takes to get through the healing process and to watch her over the last couple of weeks really um, call me up being excited because all she did was some research <laughs> to, to start working on getting her business off, off the ground and running was, it, it's, it's just so enlightening to see that when you really, um, hold a person accountable for what it is that they really, that, you know, they really can do the joy from that is just, I, I can't even put a price tag on that. 
So for the people who are listening, what would be your core message in terms of beginning that journey to healing and um, wholeness and releasing the pause and um, in relation to just the work that you do, like what would be a message that you would want everyone to know? So I have this um, mantra that many people have heard this saying before, but this thing has been with me forever. It's not where you start, it's how you finish, right? So when you um, can actually look in the mirror and see that you've held on to these stories in your head that has sabotaged you along the way, um, when you really decide to want to make change in your life and... um, you know, it doesn't take you to have to be to, to have to hit rock bottom to say, OK, I need to make a change. I really am in the course of the work that I do. I would never want to see anybody hit rock bottom before they decide that they may need to make some life changes. So I really think that it's not where you start. It's how you finish. Um, don't be afraid to release the pause. Don't be afraid to explore the opportunity of what it's going to take for you to release um, what's holding you back from being your greatest self. And why do you think people are so afraid? Because we talked a lot about fear in this conversation, but we didn't really touch on the why. Why the fear? Why are people so afraid to... Like, I'm even thinking, why am I, why was I so afraid to, for these two years to do what I know is in my heart to do? And the only thing that I could come up with is, like I said, being afraid to succeed because I didn't know what that would look like and how it would change my life. And even though it's like, okay, if you have more money, obviously that's a good thing. If you have the more opportunity, obviously that's a good thing. But then something in the back of my head, you would say like, but what about, um, what am I, what are the people who love me going to think and how is that, how are the dynamics going to then change or what if it doesn't work? You put all this effort out into doing what you want to do and it doesn't work. Like those things juxtaposed, juxtaposed together um, just made me freeze. Um, and then for me, I had this whole issue of it has to be perfect. It got to be perfect or I'm not putting it out. And for me, what I've learned over the last two years is do it imperfect and let people tell you and teach you along the way what what they want. Like the consumer is going to tell you what they want. But that was my that was my pause. And what happened was it's now taken, it took them to the end of the year of 2019 for me to start to identify what the pause was and then to release, release it. What other things have you seen, especially in like women ages like 30 to 40 that are those pauses? Not knowing what it's going to look like on the other side. I mean, that's truly, that's truly the reason why. Um, I, I want to say out of the last year, I've probably worked with uh, maybe eight or 10 clients. Cause I don't, I really don't take more than 12 clients a year cause it's just too much. Um, I can say the number one common denominator has been 
not knowing what it's going to look like on the other side. Because the fear in that means you could lose a lot of money because the risk that you take outweigh, you know, a savings account that you've saved all these years and, and then not know what that's going to look like. You could lose, possibly lose family and friends because in every journey, we're going to find someone that's going to be envious or jealous of what you're doing or not want you to succeed. And that's just unfortunately the way life um, has been dealt to us. Then it's going to be, you know, you might come along if, if you're married or if you have a significant other or a partner who may not want you to do what you're doing. So, you know, the fear of all of those things can keep a person from really pursuing their passion. Um, and unfortunately, some of us um, are sitting at home right now with million dollar ideas in their head and they won't even take the leap of faith to get up and walk in faith and see if they can make it happen. Just call me. I'll work. I'll help you work through it. Trust me. I will help you work through it. Um, because I believe that we were all put on this earth for a purpose. And if you're sitting on something that can, that, that can literally change your life and it doesn't even have to be monetarily. If you're sitting on something that can change your life because you've made a difference in someone else's life, somebody's out there waiting for you. So to that point, um, I definitely want you to share how people can get in contact with you um, and work with you because I know firsthand that working with you is life-changing. Um, not only do I have the pleasure of working with you myself, but I also see the work that you do for other women. Um, and you really help get us unstuck. <laughs> so you have a pop quiz and then you'll be able to share that information. So pop quizzes work like this. You're pretty much going to tell me the first couple of things that come to mind as it relates to the question. So it's not something that you overthink. It's really, really, really simple. So the first question is in three words or less, describe your journey to wholeness. Being my best. I love that. <laughs> that was easy for you. <laughs> The second question is, what does progress along this journey look like for you? Seeing women be able to live their best lives out loud. I love that. And I wish we had some time to dive into that out loud piece. The third is, what is one thing that people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today? In all things that they do, live it in integrity. Mm, that integrity word is everything. All right. So tell us how we can find you on social media or connect with you um, online, as well as any products or services that you have to offer that we can take advantage of. Okay. So you can find me on social media. All of my social media handles are my name, which is spelled with an I, J-O-I-M, like Mary, Stanley, S-T-A-N-L-E-Y. So that's all of my social media. Um, you can reach out to me um, via email at joy.joymstanley.com or you can um, join our Facebook group um, under Joy M. Stanley and the group is uh, also linked to, to that page. 
um, or simply shoot me an email. Like I said, at um, joy at joymstanley.com. I will be sure to link all of that information below in the show notes for you guys. Um, one of the things that I know you have is, and you talked about it, it's the book. So how can we find out about that journal, that 365 day journal? And, oh, I wanted to ask a question about that. Um, so you have, you said you have different prompts in the book to help us along the way. Can you give us a sample prompt or something we can expect? Sure. Um, my favorite is, um, what kind of language are you using with yourself? Um, so that particular chapter talks about, um, you know, I call it a love language because everything that we do, we should be doing out of love. So what type of language are you using with yourself and how, conscience are you of the language that you're using that's going to bring positive reinforcement to your life and everything that's around you and not only that are uh, what kind of language are you allowing others to use around you because when you talk about love language everything that a person is saying to you should also be done out of love everything that you say to someone else should be done out of love and that's one of the only ways that we can make sure that our circle um, is going to remain pure with the language that we need to create um, the best po- possible v- versions of the life that we're looking to create. I love that. And thank you so much, Joy, for sharing that snippet of the book. I can't wait to get in. And so I'm assuming we could start from any part along of the year. It doesn't matter. You could pick it up from anywhere you want. <laughs> I love that. Um Guys, this has been another episode of the Progress on Purpose podcast. I hope that today's episode has helped you to get tools in order to release the pause as it relates to our journey along this wholeness uh, journey that we're walking on. Please, please, please do not keep this episode to yourself. Hit that share button. But until next time, I love you. Keep living intentionally and making progress on purpose. Take care.